Hi, this is Jim the Keys, bartender, coming to you from the Blackwater Siren. I'm here with Bill Witzinger. Say hi, Bill. Hey, how y'all doing? Today's episode is episode 114, Cyber Dating. Um, and we are, once again, at the Blackwater Siren, where happy hour is Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m., and uh, what about those Bud and Bud Light Bud bottles? And Bud Lights, two bucks all the time, man. Two bucks, and always, always have some great food specials too. And they do c- cook your catch. Um, my buddy Jim's here today. Um, he, Tuesdays and Saturdays, you'll find Jim behind the bar during the day. But you also find Kelly, Phil, Hubert, Ingrid, Christy, Sally, and of course the always congenial Jessica. And they have mm. live entertainment on. Um, Friday and Saturday nights. Friday and Saturday Friday night. nights, it's uh, the Key Bellies. Yeah. Oh, Friday nights, the Key Bellies. Yep. Okay. And we're going to be talking a little later on about how you can get in touch with Actually, you. Actually, it's going to be uh, Luke Glenn and the Glenn Billies. Oh, Luke Glenn and the Glenn Billies. Okay. Cody's out gallivanting, so we got uh, our favorite uh, our favorite other redneck. Well, women. if you're lucky, maybe you'll hear a little bit of his pussy song, how much Luke I'm loves sure we pussy. Will. You know, and uh, that's his. Uh, she Left Me for Jesus. That's always a popular That's one. his song, too? Yeah. I like that left me for Jesus. These are the songs. You know what? We should actually we can play those songs on the show. Uh, we can't. She left me for Jesus is actually somebody else and it's copyrighted. What? It's copyrighted yeah. by someone else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love else pussy. How about the I love pussy? It. That I'm pretty sure nobody's claimed that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Uh, well. Uh, the reason why we called this episode cyber dating is um. I didn't realize how far behind the times we were. Uh, I knew there were things like Tinder and Snapchat. I'm just fine with the times, as long as the times are like 1985. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, we were talking, last time we were talking about dating was, uh, uh, we were talking about Match.com, and this is less than a year ago. Match.com, JDate, Christian Mingle, Farmer.com, um, Plushy. I don't know. Some of the people like to... Fuck each other when they were dressed like uh, stuffed animals. Yeah, no, the furry people. And, uh, furry people, and, and, and no insult to them. You know, whatever floats your boat. That sounds relatively harmless, though. You must have an enormous cleaning bill. Today, I watched uh, this HBO documentary, and it's uh, about the new dating habits of the Utes of today. Utes, I like to say Utes, um, but it's I, I. It wasn't, and in my head, I'm thinking the title was called Swipe Right. But um, Tinder, they focused on Tinder. Okay. And uh, do you know the? No. Okay. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a hookup site. I mean, originally, God, it was 15 years ago. I think it was 2001 or even before there was a, a website called Hot or Not. And that was so cruel. I mean, I understand it. I, I understand the uh, premise of it. That you just someone's going to put their picture up, and what a a courageous act that is for someone who's not already sure that they're hot. Because to yeah. to come up with a bunch, you know, a score of three point three, I know, or, or you know, really low, that could be a real dent to your self esteem. Um, and that's how um, originally Mark Zuckerberg got started. Ah, he started. Uh, uh, kind of a, like a hot or not thing. He was kind of a, a vindictive little prick. Uh, Has that changed? Uh, well, yeah, because he's worth billions of dollars. He doesn't worry about vindictive rich prick. 
No, but what what I mean to say is that he he, he started out, and it, uh, you see that in the movie um, The Social Network. You ever seen that one? No. Oh, it was awesome, man. I, I always thought a movie about the development of Facebook would be kind of, you know, bullshit, lame, and it was really interesting, the acting behind it, the personality, okay. the acting, the acting, how you see the personalities of people and the way they react to things and stuff. It's the guy that, uh, the guy that wrote West, uh, Aaron Sorkin, the guy that wrote West Wing. And you, during West Wing, they had high-minded ideas when he talked about government and politics and how people should behave. Um, uh, it, it was kind of righteous people. Okay, and it's... it's and yes, it was un, it was more popular on the left than it was on the right, but people seem to like Aaron Sorkin, and the way he does dialogue is kind of more. No real. idea who he is. Aaron Sorkin. Well, Aaron Sorkin is an amazing, amazing writer. So when I'm watching it, I see these people, and it goes. They are boiling down the essence of what dating is today. And uh, they start out in Austin, Texas. And I'll tell you, I, I've i never wanted to go to Texas really recently, but I want to go to San Antonio. I want to go to Houston. I definitely want to go to Austin. That's not I Texas. wish I had a time machine. I wish I had a time machine because if I went to Austin, I'd go to Austin now yeah. as, not Texas. as a 27-year-old Jim Haran. <laughs> I would duh. I would love to be in Austin and stuff like that. So, I mean, obviously, Texas. I, I obviously I picked three places in Texas. So, obviously, I I have to like Texas. But I always say, hey, I apologize. I say shit about Texas, but there's some awesome places in Texas. Sure. And and I spoke to a couple people in there. And it was um, Texas, though. Michelle Michelle Devine's from Texas. Um, or Melissa. Did I say Melissa or Michelle? Melissa. Holy crap. Melissa Michelle. Melissa. Close I enough. apologize. Uh, for that. And then, um, so, uh, Tinder confirms the, the behavior of men and women on Tinder confirms the age old adage for young men and young women. Young men are looking for what? Titties. Random encounters. And women are looking for predominantly long term relationships. Uh, and then you got everything in between. Obviously, you have the gay relationships, male, male, male. Female, female, tranny, you know, and and then all these other ones going on. And they did have, seem to have a. Some of the guys I were talking to, I didn't know exactly what orientation they were, but they seem less masculine Whatever. than I remember growing up to be. Uh, but I'm not accusing them of being less max masculine. But they're behaving like fucking dickheads, dude. If you they're, gotta- they're talking. They're talking like they're gay, and they're hooking up with girls like they're the biggest dogs in the world. Good for them. Do, you got, do they have a lumberjack beard? Yeah, they got those. They can't change a fucking tire. Shave your beard off. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I can change a tire. I know. And I don't have a beard. Uh, they, if you're wearing skinny jeans and have a lumberjack, lumberjack beard and you can't change a tire, shave that shit off. Yeah, well... What I was saying, you're talking to these guys, and they seem very sensitive and real. And they were just like, one guy says, my Tuesday night schedule for my classes is relatively light, light the next day. So, oh, that night is. So, I would schedule my hookups. 
So swiping right, when you're on Tinder, swiping right means like. And swiping left is um, you're discarding, dismissing. And uh, so you're just looking at someone, and they're boiling it down to the essence of what people are attracted to. So they showed all these pictures, and yes, it's guys with fish, motorcycles, hiking, mountains in the backgrounds, um, holding a book. Men, 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 men. Uh, yeah, men, imagine men, if you were attracting men, another men. guy who's holding a dildo or something like that. There's nothing. It's who you want to attract. And women, it's cleavage, lipstick, pursed mouths, uh, as much skin as possible, showing her uh, ass off and stuff like that. So you're really reduced to the essence of who you are topically. But that's not, that's not a by far shot, not even close to who you really are. I don't know. They're so, so pretty movie? close. Okay. There was a, and this is going to be way beyond you. Ever seen this movie called Amelie? It's a French movie. I know it's crazy. He's <laughs> laughing. He's laughing his ass off. <laughs> so Amelie, Amelie, no. Amelie, she uh, has this uh, crush on this guy who she found his album. He found She found a hard uh, album, meaning a real album, in a... I think it was next to a photo booth. Okay. And she sent um, all these kind of signs and uh, clues on how to find her. And she used, uh, the describer, she used mystery and allure. But okay. it wasn't necessarily sex. Yeah, there you go. This is who I am. She dresses Zorro and doing that stuff. And, and I mean, I, I would think... I I know topically, topically when I see someone, that first five minutes, ten minutes, beauty. The beauty attracts me to the person, there you go. the woman. And then, but after a while, if you talk to a woman, it's for some, uh, or, or, and I imagine the same thing goes for a man. Yep, there's, there's the old saying. I don't care how good he or she looks, somebody somewhere is sick of their shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, after a while, I mean, I've seen it so, so many times. They come in, you see them walking in the door, and they're gorgeous. And all of a sudden, after a while, you go, "Wow, they're they're they really do drop down in that thing." Yep. I mean, I did have a couple celebrities. One who's a, a famous race car driver, Old Bob Bear song called "Numbers." You ought to listen yeah, to it. One of the w- famous race car drivers who's a female. Who I'm not going to say her name, but I'll allude to who she is because she was a big, uh, she was a uh, spokesperson for GoDaddy. And she came in. Uh, she came in. That's a gimmick. She was, uh, a matter of fact, she was more attractive because she had the glasses on. I mean, I was surprised. I thought she was like 19, and she was like 30 at the time. There you go. And she came, uh, when she came out, I'm looking at her. So, oh, this is beautiful young girl. And then the more, after I realized who she was, I didn't, it didn't reduce her attractiveness. But her, my interaction with her, it's it, it sunk like a lead balloon, if I can use that um, a metaphor, that she she was, uh, her looks, she went from a 9 to an 8 to a 7 to a 6. And when I see her, I think of a robot with, uh, you know, the skin of a human on top. Yeah, there you go. And then you're saying, oh, I'm going to do my best to pretend to be uh, warm, and, and they're not doing a good job at all. 
So they went on and on about how these guys uh, on this uh, show, how they, uh, the guys and girls, and then one girl saying, I hate she's posting the pictures herself. Um, trying to be provocative, and she's crying about it. Yeah. So well, it's almost like they're shoehorned. They're shoehorning themselves. The guys like doing it, but then they realize how empty everything is. And the girls hate doing it, but they realize they have to do it in order to entice the guys. And they and then don't. there's a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah, they talk to a, a beautiful... Um, a black woman, young black woman from Plainview, Illinois. Beautiful, beautiful. And she said how tough it was to meet someone in her because uh, only white guys wanted white girls. And when they wanted black girls, they wanted exotic. You know what I mean? And she was beautiful. And then she met, she went on there and she, she met more guys. And I mean, I, I imagine I met white and black guys. Sure. But, I mean, just the idea that you're going to go and meet someone. And we said that about Match.com. That that uh, interaction and phoniness um, that when you see them and they're talking to these people and the pictures they post, once you have the filters put on them, I had uh, I was looking for a picture for today's episode, and I'm searching through it and searching through it, and I, I came across pictures that he had, took in Poland, and there was one of an old Orthodox church, in a Greek Orthodox church that was uh, because uh, crack I was taken in Krakow, Poland, and. The, there's a picture of a postcard. And I said, I never take a fucking picture of a postcard. And then I go to the next one. It's the postcard as a picture, meaning they have a filter that turns it into a postcard. Okay. It was beautiful. It was fucking beautiful. And I'm looking at it. And I said, holy shit. Now we're doing that. You know, the caricatures, they do that where you can turn your, you, you, you look like a cartoon. And I'm looking at it. It looks like a painting. Uh, of uh, watercolor, it looks like a watercolor. Some of us are already character yeah. caricatures, and I, I'm, I, I, I do like looking at old pictures and the, the the castles and all those places that I saw, and then I realized, well, you take uh, 500 pictures of yourself, there's going to be a good one in there, yeah, probably, and you're going to be able to filter and make it look good. But the uh, the idea behind it is of a narcissist. I when I before I met Abby, I started taking a couple pictures of myself. And I realized I need to have a couple pictures of myself. I was going to go on Facebook. So, well, you know, I mean, I'm not horrible, right? <laughs> no. I'm not horrible. So I put that on there. And then I realized I me taking the picture, picture and then I focused on the picture and I said, I overdid it. What? I don't even know what my Facebook picture is. I got to look at what my profile picture oh, is. Oh, you're, you're on a racing bike. Oh, no. I, I changed it. Okay. I put uh, no. I got two. I got one with me on a race bike, and then I got uh, oh, a you profile picture. That one, the one that Mark did. And that's a good picture. That is a good picture. Yeah, and I realized, and you took someone else's picture, but yeah. taking a picture of yourself all the time is is a classic narcissistic disorder. Yeah, no, I don't and just take taking pictures, pictures of me. But there's people. There's beautiful women, and imagine handsome men. Uh, I don't stare at hands, men, but there's beautiful women. They take pictures of themselves all the time. It's classic. If They're reinforcing look- and accepting a narcissistic behavior of themselves and reaffirming the behavior every time they post it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, and they're beating it deep and, and, and encoding it into their, in their lives. 
Just imagine that. Every time you're doing looking, I remember I, my, uh, I came down here in 2007. The year I came down to Key Largo in 2007, I was separated. The year the smartphone was introduced, the iPhone. There you go. And uh, I, I don't think I ever, luckily, I dated a couple times. And there were, I was 44 at the time. And then I met the love of my life, Abby. And I didn't have to do that anymore. But the women I went on, they weren't young enough where they stopped and took pictures of themselves and food all the time. But I could imagine, I, I could imagine what it'd be like to be on a date. And it, when you're in the middle of a conversation with a woman, and she would look at a picture, a mirror picture of herself, and say, oh, I better take a picture of myself right now. Because yeah, they got that, no. right, the, the, the idea behind the cell phone, they had to, uh, when they yeah, introduced the, a camera on the phone. The front-facing camera. Or the back well, the back-facing camera was on the flip phone, and then the Nokia first. The Nokia introduced it. And then the flip phone started coming out, the Samsung and all those. Yep. Um, the, uh, the Nokia, the Samsung, and whatever other company. And then all of a sudden, uh, the front-facing camera. The front face, and then they had to get the resolution better on the front facing camera, so you could see what you look like while you're taking a picture of yourself. Yeah. Well, I just I just check my photos. I have photos of cats, food, and sunsets. I I would hesitate to say I do have I do have, and I mess with my phone a lot when they put the front when you when they put it when they first introduce a front facing camera. You, you tend to do it, and you do it a certain amount of times, and you think, if you're, what would you call it? When, you're, when you have, um, when you're sentient, when you have, you're self-aware. Okay. And then you go and say, this is fucking, this is like um, Adonis, right? Looking go. into the pool of water and falling in love with his picture right there. I have one selfie on my phone. I have one selfie on my phone. I have a lot more than that. <laughs> I have one. I may have on like twelve or thirteen, but considering all the phone pictures I take, it thousands of pictures, it's not that many either. But there's people that take uh, maybe twenty a day. There's a, I mean, there's and they're beautiful and they're beautiful people. But you got to watch out every time you take that picture. I think it takes a little out of your soul. <laughs> I think it just washes it away. Any of your sense of, um, uh, yeah, you have your self-esteem and your looks, but what happens to your uh, intelligence? And what happens to you if you lost that? I don't know. I wouldn't care. I'd lose it. <laughs> well, I mean, I look different than I did as a kid. I was, I was, a, I was, a, I was a, I always had, I had bad scarring. And, uh, but. I guess I grew into my looks. I felt better as I got older, and I and it felt comfortable. Just don't care anymore. Not not overly conceited, <laughs> comfortable enough. And then finally, I felt confident just to go and say I, I'm a, I'm worth being that way. But if you're just spending the whole day taking pictures of yourself and then hoping that you're going to be judged by that momentary interaction of swiping right, <laughs> and and then people say, well. The guy says, well, if I swipe right, that means I like your picture. But I'm going to have to go and look at your profile. 
Meaning, oh, well, what, you're not a, a saint worshiper? Not that there's anything wrong with a saint worshiper. Um, uh, crazy girls are a lot of fun. Oh, they are fun. They are fun. Hey, where are we, uh, where are we on this? Oh, we got uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, okay. Um, so we had all this uh, go on, and I just worried about um, my daughter and other people that you're being judged by that instantaneous judgment right then. I'm not worried about that for myself. I'm, right now, I am guess I'm the oldest fuck stage. Right? You get to I mean, the they got to our time. They got that dating site called Our Time now. <laughs> and, and there were zero what's fucks the given. What's the what's what's uh, what's Our Time thing? Um, I don't know. I would love to see pictures. On, I mean, we're going to have to do a show and we'll post pictures from. How can we get the okay to post pictures from Our know. Time? And I, if I we really do have listeners know. that are on Our Time, I would love to hear. Uh, or can you send me your pictures? Yeah, send the profile pic. If you send your mind. profile from our time. We'll throw it up there. That'll Man be- or woman, and uh, we'll put it on there. Uh, and it won't be, we won't be the hot or not no. judge. We won't judge that. And uh, I may pick it for the interest level and engages, but I, won't, I don't have to say what kind of interest level. We always see those pictures of the family all in their Christmas sweaters. On the same sweaters and things like there that. There you go. Um, so along with that um, Tinder.com and how people are going to have to be judged by that split second. Split second. that you, It's almost like you have to be develop three seconds of a personality. <laughs> I know a lot of people with three-second personalities. Three seconds personality right after that, and you go, wow, you are beautiful. Oh, thank you. And we're done what here. happens now? What are you going to talk about? And yeah. we're done here. We had a conversation. And they showed um, guys on Tinder looking at a picture. Girl had a pretty picture there. And the girl didn't really match up with it. She wasn't really bad either. But you know what? It was a fa- It was a very uh, flattering picture for the young lady. And they sit down. And they go, oh, well, they're sitting down having a cup of coffee outside. Whether it's going to continue. And... Uh, Oh, what do you like to? Well, I work at an Italian restaurant, blah, 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 blah. And the guy's looking at, you know, and nothing really crazy or anything like that. If you had a spark of excitement when you met someone, you might have an opening statement that would catch yeah, them. Maybe. You know? It's like, hey, you know, you remind me of Catherine Zeta Joe's. Sandy brought me a bunch of beer. Oh, what? Sandy brought me a bunch of beer the first time I met her. Well, how'd that happen? What do you mean? I'm just saying. That's, how, that's what got Wait, my Wait, how'd first. you meet Sandy? Let's hear this. Uh, we, were at, uh, we were at a big, uh, they do a big uh, charity fundraiser down here. And uh, How long ago was this? This was, I don't know, seven years ago, six years ago, seven years okay. ago. Okay. And um, she worked for the guy, one of the big sponsors of it, and I was a friend of his. And I was sitting there, and... She kept walking by. Hey, you want a beer? Yeah, I'll take a beer. I'll take a beer. I'll take a beer. We ended up talking. She just kept bringing me beer. <laughs> oh, really? Worked real well. <laughs> she came over and just said, offered you beer every time. Yeah. She well, we were sitting there. She came up to say hi to uh, to uh, her boss, and uh, she's going, "Okay, I'm going to go." And she just looked at me. You want a beer? I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take a beer." She came back, had a beer, and 
Next time she walked by, she brought me another beer, and we ended up talking. It worked out good. Well, when you first start, do you, it's hard to remember the first conversation. I can remember. Well, we knew each other casually from, she used to run a restaurant down here. I knew her from that. So we, yeah. we, we talked before casually, but never really engaged in conversation other than, hi, how are you doing? I'll oh, really? take this. Okay, I got to go. I got to go get, go, go wrangle boat. What? Okay. Well, and then, so you're meeting, you're meeting, and okay, so something happened. Some, there was a hook, meaning uh, the hook was, what, where, when do you get her number, when you call her, when do you decide to, to meet up, or do you accidentally no, actually, meet up the next time? No, we actually, uh, we were talking, as, uh, it was close to 4th of July, we said, hey, you want to meet at Crib for fireworks? Met a Crib for fireworks. That's fucking romantic. I know, yeah. You know, when you're with a girl doing fireworks and stuff like that, uh, yeah, there's uh, booze, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was booze. Yeah. I was buying her and her daughter uh, Goldschlager shots. Oh. I was like, oh, no, you guys can drink that. I'll have I'll have real whiskey. Thank you. Your daughter's 29 years old? 27. So it was six years ago. Probably six years ago. Okay. She was just, tw- <laughs> she was, she was just 21. I was just guessing. Um she might not even even been quite twenty one at the time. Okay, uh, well, she's a lovely young lady, very sweet. Every time she comes in, I'm just yeah. uh, and um, I, I I just don't know the association because I don't think Sandy's old enough to have a daughter that old, uh, not that mature, I guess, to be the right way to say. Uh, so for me, Abby and I met at the gym. We did the the, the conversation. We got all the bullshit talk. Because when you're on an elliptical machine or you're stretching out afterwards and stuff, we had all the conversation. The first date, Abby's gorgeous. I love, like much like Sandy, Abby's gorgeous. I look at her and she's pretty. And I can't do silence. <laughs> I'm doing it right now, but I can't do silence. <laughs> no, you can't. And I would start talking, and she said she was amazed how much I talked. I was amazed, considering how much I talked, that she decided to go out with me again. There you go. <laughs> I guess uh, the, the the level of her discontent, yes, I have one. The level of Abby's discontent with my talking was uh, not at the level, uh, was uh, lower than the level of her happiness of the subject I spoke about. And that's what made that relationship uh, go forward. I mean, nowadays, um, if we had met, I don't know if, if, if it was just up to a picture, I don't know if I'd ha- be able to live up to the image of the picture that I had and what Abby's impression would be of that and what I have to, what, what I have to do to fulfill that expectation. So what I just said is I don't know if I'd be able to live up to the expectation of the picture that I would put up there or be able like, oh, my God, I didn't realize this fucking guy talked so much. You know, what do you do? (laughs) Hey, listen, we're we're towards the end. Uh, I want to do the commercials and then we're going to finish with this thing about the touring test. I want to go back on the touring test. And talk about chat, uh, chat bots, and all that stuff. Chat, chat bots. What's um, chat box? Yeah, what? What's chat box? What's a chat bot? What is chat box? Oh, chat bot. A chat bot. Okay. I you said chat box. I was like, no, 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 no chat bot. 
Okay, I'm going to start it with mine, and this okay. way you can get an idea what the tone is Go right ahead. there. Um, I'm going to talk about a uh, new company down here in the Keys. It's called uh, The Keys Notary, and you can get them at thekeysnotary.com, and they are there for your wedding officiating uh, document uh, uh affirmations and signings and things like that uh, most of the um, signings uh, will be um, just free but if you have a legal courier need or a wedding uh, officiating need we ask you to uh, call the keys notary at keysnotary.com and the number there is the same as the keys bartender because the keys notary is the keys bartender there you go. Okay, and I'm going to turn this over to Bill right now. We're well, going to talk about see. the Killbellies. I, I, I guess we got Cody James and the Killbellies. You can always find us at uh, the on the web, uh, www.codyjamesandthekeybillies.com. That puts you straight over to our Facebook page. Uh, that's got all our contact information. Uh, we're available for hire uh, all occasions. Anytime you want us to play, we'll come out and uh, we'll come out and play. Is there a number they can reach you? Uh, there is uh, three oh. Actually, it's on the uh, the best one's probably Cody's, and it's on the uh, it's on the site. That's all right. Let's, Let's see. see. It. I'm looking for it. I don't know how this Facebook shit works. No, folks. I'll tell you. There's no better band. Let me talk about your band. Some okay. they are a party band. They yeah. are a party band. If you're, um, it is good for, I'd say, the late twenties to early sixties. If you like to have a good time. And uh, it's it's fun. It's down homey, but it's also current. And they're uh, they're kind of edgy for uh, that well, kind of music. <laughs> I think I think you guys are edgy. Oh, we do so. We do some new grass. Yeah. So uh, what? Yeah, no, I can't find. Shit. Okay, well that's all right. You can go to Facebook and find. Yeah, just them shoot at, us a message over on Facebook, and we'll or you can always you. contact the uh, podcast bartender. The Keys Bartender Podcast. If you ever need to see uh, them, and did uh, you don't have a website yet? Uh, it we do, but it just uh, puts you right back to the Facebook site. Oh, that's well, that's perfect. Go to their website, get back to their Facebook uh, site. Um, we're gonna get back and finish up um, since we started the touring test. We did this about. Um, you know about yeah, the touring yeah. test? We, yeah, we talked about that earlier. The thirty uh, percent. Uh, there's a thirty percent mark. Uh, the touring test is not a verbal one because it originally was uh, Alan Alan touring, touring. Uh, the code breaker uh, the one that broke Enigma uh, during World War II came up with this test. Um, so with the eventuality that uh, artificial intelligence would be um, unidentifiable from human intelligence in the future, and the touring test said once it reached a level of thirty percent, where full. 30% of the people that were just um, talking to it through text, that that's the point where uh, sentience was reached. Well, now we have chatbots, and um, chatbots uh, work on uh, tons of websites, and people don't know that. And chatbots are kind of provocative. They use them um, on Facebook. Uh, there's chatbots. There's fake Facebook personas that are uh, using chatbots right now if you're a 20 20 something year old in a picture with a profile picture in lingerie and you're chatting with me on facebook you're know, probably a chatbot i mean you have to be desperately <laughs> lonely if you realize that natasha with the one photo and no friends and they say i like to make 
sexy playtime with you. And with a palm tree. Come on, guys. If it's too good to be true, maybe. it's too good to be true. It's a dude that came up with a chat bot. And, but the regular chat bots, when he did a test on this, the regular chat bots are always seeking to get provocative. And they always seem to go to more intimate conversations. And now it used to be uh, that we, we did have a discussion about this crocodile Dundee when he go reach down. Yep. and Hey! There is virtually... No chance of that happening when you're on the internet nowadays. <laughs> you don't know. No, there's. I mean, to do a test and and to talk, it's. I think for me, it would be. I need to have a little more time, and I need to throw a curveball. <laughs> I I, I find out their interest and try to steer them away from the intimate, because yep. the intimate's not going to thing. They're going to say, "I like to," sh-, you know, "I like." Cucumbers shoved go. in my vagina. Okay. Look for a Which guy is with a really, my... really big wallet. Mm-hmm. No, I'd find out something that's very interesting and try to take it uh, left turn, something uh, interest that is non intimate, and then try to explore a different venue. If they mention Disney, I can make a Disney uh, reference that isn't direct. Yeah, yeah. I say, you know, like in the middle of the of Snow White's my favorite thing. So, well, do you think there's anything weird about a young woman living with seven adult men? <laughs> seven short adult men. Yeah. Well, wh- wh- I see. I wouldn't even make that approach. I, I wouldn't even. I would leave that. Leave that them, open. Leave that open. And I said, is there anything? What uh, What is odd about that situation? And they couldn't decide whether. Uh, being little people or seven adult men or anything is yep. odd, I would think yeah, that they're either crazy or a chatbot. Or, you know, and, and I wouldn't want to really hang out with someone that they could have a several, they could have a social disease because <laughs> they'd be way, way into that uh, mixed, uh, you know, mixed group stuff. Yeah. Hey, okay, well, listen, I, I, I think we're at a good time right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we, probably, we can probably call it. Okay, well, this is Jim the Keys bartender. I'd like to thank uh, Bill Wissinger for uh, uh, being our, my co-host today, and uh, I'd like to thank the Blackwater Siren. That's always there for your dining pleasure. And uh, like Bill said, they got $2 Bud and Bud Light uh, bottles. They have great, uh, they have Cook Your Catch and great uh, meal specials here every day. And happy hour from 3 to 6. So for now, uh, this is uh, Jim the Keys bartender. And we'll be back tomorrow from Shipwrecks. Woo! With, uh, we gonna hopefully with Luke. Tomorrow? What? We're going to start a little earlier We're tomorrow? We're going to start a little earlier tomorrow. Be a little bit farther away from that speaker. Yep. Well, you know what? The only problem with that speaker yeah, yesterday no, was that it. we can't hear. But otherwise... The audio was excellent. Yeah, I know. You just you hear a little bit in the background. Yeah, a little, little in the background. That's why we like run the we dynamic could, I guess all we have system. to be maybe inside the screen? No, not even inside the screen. Just, as, you know, that speaker was three feet from us. Mm. So, Yeah. Well, I was, what, what I was thinking in my head when I heard it, I thought we're going to be drowned out. And then if I didn't know that, I would have toughed it out. Yeah. I would have toughed it out more. Yeah. I don't no, really care. If we care. were wearing headphones, it would, we, we, we would have heard yeah. vibes. So. You know what? I... I just hate wearing headphones. headphones. I know. You know, I don't want to hear my voice. <laughs> and in fact, thanks again. Let's turn it over to Bill Wissinger. Thank you all. We do appreciate you listening. Uh, 
Had a good time today. Look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. We do appreciate you listening. We will catch you next time. Thank you so much. 